coolest title that I've ever held in my entire life is that. <laughs> my name's Cody, and if you're new here, I'm the host of We Get to Lead. It's a podcast that showcases a few of my successes and a whole lot of my failures in an attempt to help you piece together leadership in the world that we're in today. Today's topic is about authentic leadership. We're going to spend the next few episodes here talking about this because it's near and dear to my heart. I feel like if we better understand the pillars associated with authentic leadership, the more authentic we can be to ourselves, and that means we're going to be more effective with our team. Let's start with, today is October 10th, Tuesday, 2023, and this is the only one of these that we get. Our contributions that we make today will have an impact on our future, regardless of how large or small that is. You decide what that is. The most authentic version of yourself decides what that is. Why we get to do this. We make our own decisions and craft our life's choices what today's all about. What I want to start with is authentic leadership is not a scapegoat, not a blank check to act or do what you want as a leader. That's not what authenticity is. The very basis of leadership requires us to lead others, to act within the organizational values, and to accomplish organizational objectives. Nowhere in there does it say, but I say, ah, that doesn't really fit what I want, and so I get to do my own thing. Rather, it allows me to shape the things and places and people that I work for to ensure that they align with who I am as a person, that I can be 100% with my team. For the agenda today, we're going to talk about the four pillars of authentic leadership. We're going to focus on one of those p- pillars, that being relational transparency. We're going to define success. I'm going to tell you how I define success and how I use that to guide every decision that I'm going to make. And I'm going to show you a real-life example of me being authentic and me being relationally transparent. Hopefully, that allows you to make the minor or bold changes that you need to to be the leader that you to be. Let's start by defining authentic leadership. If we were to open up Webster's Dictionary right now, authentic leadership would be defined as being true to one's personality, spirit, character. And then leadership is defined the act of or instance of leading. To all the military listeners out there, and say, Cody, no, leadership is about providing moti- motivation, purpose, and direction in order to accomplish the mission. However, that's the Army's definition of leadership, and the Army definitely has a, has a case to, to be a proponent of leadership. It's not an all-inclusive definition of leadership and doesn't necessarily fit every scenario. Luckily, we're not here to just open up Webster di- Dictionary or take someone's word for it. We're going to look a little bit deeper the idea of authentic This idea is relatively new, especially in the leadership realm of research on the side of academia that's really looking into uh, what it means to be an authentic leader. And those in the business that have really driven this down 
uh, in today's operating environment. Two gentlemen really lead the pack in terms of research surrounding authentic leadership. Bruce Avilio and William Gardner. And I'll include some of their links to the work in the body of the podcast if you want to explore on your own educational journey. Essentially what their research says is that authentic leaders have a deep awareness of how they think and behave, and they are perceived by others to have a keen social awareness. They are confident, hopeful, optimistic, resilient, and have a high moral character. And if you're like me, as you kind of read those and count on your fingers and say, well, I kind of have that. Maybe have that and maybe have this, but what we're going to talk about over the next few series is how those fit into the pillars of authentic leadership that those gentlemen helped define for us and how we'll apply those in everyday life to ensure that we're being the most authentic version of ourselves. The four pillars of authentic leadership are self-awareness, relational transparency, balanced processing, and positive moral perspective or self-regulation. And what that really tells us is, hey, there are four main things that I need to evaluate on my own leadership style in order to determine on some level how I'm being authentic to myself as a leader. And then how am I portraying my authentic self to everyone else? A large portion of this leadership conversation revolves around self-awareness. Lots of people love to talk about self-awareness because it's a huge part of everything we do as a leader. And we all know that self-awareness is our own ability to look inward and say, hey, I have this strength or I have this weakness, this flaw of mine, and that way I can elevate it and work on it. I'm aware of how I'm perceived and I'm okay with the perception of me as a leader. But we're not going to here to belabor self-awareness. We're going to have a whole episode for that. <laughs> Today's about relational transparency because I believe this is where we spend the least amount of time. So what is relational transparency? This is presenting the genuine self. This is responding to situations appropriately. And it's sharing information and emotions when the situation calls for. Let's break that down for further. Presenting your genuine self, in my mind, is being the weirdest version of yourself. Relational transparency is also about responding to situations appropriately. If you've ever had a, a leader who was a yeller, or who got frustrated at every small deviation from the plan, then you probably know what this means. But responding to situations appropriately also means how you get invested into what your followers are doing. It's being able to say, I need to take control now, or not being taken control. It's your ability to surrender trust to those on your team to develop the situation. And allow people to fail in order to better serve the organization. Responding to situations appropriately as an authentic leader has to keep the organizational goals in mind while allowing others to develop their own leadership skills. It can be very easy to respond to situations emotionally. Have some sort of visceral reaction when something doesn't go the right way. 
Remember that as a leader, everyone is looking at us for how they should think and act or what they should do. And so authentic leaders have to keep those things in check and be vulnerable when, it, when the time comes for it. But also be able to develop this shield wall when the time If we look at a quarterback in the NFL, one of the worst things that a quarterback can do to signal to their team that they failed in some way to throw an interception. They've immediately placed a burden on the defense of the team to get the ball back, and they know that. But one of the best things that they can do as the leader of their team in that moment is to pick their head up and say, hey, defense, I'll let you down here. If you get that back and give me another opportunity, I'm going to make that other team pay for that. If they let that interception get to them and break them down, then they, they can't be the leader that they're intending to be. Excuse me. The last part I'll talk about relational transparency before we get into my story is that we have to share information and emotions when the situation calls for. It. And I, I just kind of mentioned a little bit about this, but in responding to the situation appropriately, but as a leader, it can be challenging to manage information and our own emotions. In the military, we like to place this wall or distance in front of us as if. Because we're the leader, we have to be stone-faced in every situation. And that we can't really show a sign of weakness or our own emotions surrounding something. Because people are looking at us to When in reality, that couldn't be any farther from the truth. When the time calls for it, if you don't respond with similar emotions to those that you're leading, you'll, you only push yourself further from the people that you're trying to lead. You develop this sense that your subordinates have strong emotions, you cannot, and therefore the perception is that you don't care at the same level that they do. Uh, this can lead to subordinates thinking that you're not empathetic of things that affect them on a daily basis, and that the only thing that you actually care about is the end result. And that's not what we want here. Same goes for sharing information. In a perfect world, we would flatten every organization and share every little nuance that comes out so that everyone can have the exact same amount of information. Everyone can act in the exact same order. It's simply not realistic. So we have to be able to share information that lifts up our team when it's needed. We also have to know when we're sharing too much information. We need to let people develop what's going on. And so we're going to kind of touch on that a little bit today. So I've spent plenty of time talking about relational transparency, but I think key and central to being an authentic leader is knowing how you do this. It's the most important question that has ever been asked to me. Someone said, Cody, how do you define success? The answer to this question question is what every decision that I make is in. Simply put, I have a level of clarity now that I can answer this question that allows me to quickly say, hey, I'm going to take this opportunity or I'm not. And this is the path that I'm going to walk because it supports my path to success. If you take nothing else from this podcast today, I want you to leave here knowing that you define what your success is. 
There's no organization, person. There's no inclusive list that says how you are successful. And you and only you set those parameters. You develop the criteria, and you are the one that is responsible for getting to that measure. Someone I follow closely, Tim Chisano, he'd say, you're the one that chooses to do all of the things. And so if that becomes too much for you, you're the one responsible for dialing that back. Don't let it consume you. And remove the things that no longer fit your path. <clears throat> That's what I had to do. The coolest title I've ever held is Dad. I'm going to say that again. The coolest title that I've ever held in my entire life is Dad. I've been called Sergeant. I've been a squad leader, a platoon sergeant, and even a first sergeant. And while every one of those titles means an immense amount to me, the one that means the most to me is Dad. Simply put, I define success by being able to provide financial security for my family, my wife and son. Having the flexibility to learn new skills and show interest in the things that my son in. And lastly, the ability to be present in both of their lives while still accomplishing the first two things. There's some finer details that I've jotted in my notebook there how to quantify those very qualitative version of success. But that's my motivator. The most challenging thing about choosing to lead, and that's what you do, you choose to lead, is that you have to choose to split your attention between those that you love and care about to another group that you also love and care about. What I want you to understand about me defining that way is that at no time did I say success was achieving a position or about achieving a corner office in a prominent organization. For me to be crystal clear with you or more relationally transparent, as long as I meet those first set of criteria in my version of success, I can do any job. And if people at that job choose me to lead, then I will do that because it's a privilege. And I'm doing my best to get better at it every day. But at the same time, I have to stay true to my version. Of so yeah, I currently love my job and I love the opportunity that it's created. It's created the opportunity for me to do this and to be a student of leadership and continue to learn and invest in other people. But if it meant that I couldn't be dad, or that I compromise on my version of success, and I would walk away. Because being authentic is that important to me. And as I said in the beginning, authentic leadership is not a blank check for one to do or act how they want as a leader. Leaders must lead within the parameters of the organizational value and are there to ensure that the entire organization is successful. If you are not a good fit for that organization, it is impossible to lead authentically because you do not believe in the very things that you're trying to lead others to. In every one of those cases, it's best to walk away from that situation. I'll also add that doing well in a job does not mean that it fits your version of success. 
I think this is the hardest thing that I had to learn was that when you're doing good at something, people continue to tell you that you're doing good at something, you can find yourself walking a path towards a version of success that is not your own. The people closest to me know that I made a bold decision in my career recently to essentially start over on a different path to leadership. My last job, I served as a first sergeant. For my non-military listeners, that means that I was charged with plus soldiers and that I was the senior advisor to the command. The commander is the decision maker of the organization. First Sergeant is another key leader within that organization and is also responsible for the health, welfare, and safety of those 100-plus people within the organization. That job demanded a large sum of my time in order to do the things to the level that I wanted to do. And to be clear, I was choosing to do that. I was choosing to do all of the things. But when I was offered the opportunity to attend school full-time and continue to develop my leadership skills, and understanding, and to return to the Army and continue to lead as an officer, that was a deal that I couldn't, could not refuse. It fit my version of success because I had defined it. That's relational transparency. That was me allowing the right emotions at the right time, and that's the genuine version of me. Take some time and define the genuine you. The path to authenticity demands it. What I'll leave you with is this. We get to do this. And part of getting to do this is saying that we're going to continue to learn along the way and grow as leaders.